forever. Dog. So few real ones in this in this in this life. Two real ones right here. Thank you. Thank you. Front Brad. and center. You probably mean two real dodo birds, I bet. Thank you, Brett. No, he means we're real ones. We're the we're the real deal. We're legit. Look, what he's saying, Julian. Yeah, dodo birds are extinct. You guys are right here in the flesh doing the damn uh-huh. thing. What Brett is saying, basically, Julie. Dodo birds are extinct? Dodo birds are extinct. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to. Spoiler alert. Um, What Brett's saying is, look, he's doing this podcast network. The halfwits and the, the minor talents that come through here that he's got to put up with every day and try to cut. He named a podcast on, on network. Not going to name names. He said it took him Dumb. four days to edit Dumb. this thing into a serviceable episode. What was it? Podcast Tom. <laughs> what was wrong with it? He said, "Were they on the ride the whole like, time? Were they just like screaming?" Tom, uh, he said, "He doesn't like them Tom, personally." Uh, no, the podcasts are ride are great. They're uh, they're a brick in the wall on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Love the good boys. And this is a brick. This show is a brick in that wall, and this is double threat. And I do what? the show each and every Tuesday. I'm the host of the show is Julie Klausner, and I'm her announcer. What? Right. And now you're what? a host of Double Threat, Julie Klausner. No. And I'm your host, Tom Sharpling. Yes. I'm like uh, on. Uh, I'm not even going to make the reference. I was already going to go to a reference from the 40s. I'm not doing it. No, tell me what it was. I was going to make a Jack Benny reference, but I'm not doing it. Please do. No, please keep going. Keep going. When he would talk about Don, he'd be like, oh, Don. No, but I'm not doing that. So you got the network notes then, Tom. Contemporary references. Olivia Rodrigo. What's everybody think of the new? Dua uh, Lipa. Dua Lipa doing some shows. You got uh, Chase Crawford. Got Chase Crawford and uh, Hot, yeah, and uh, Oscar Isaac. Oh, yikes! Smoldering hot, and then there's Doja Cat. Doja Cat, who uh, I like. Then there's also Bad uh, Bunny. Bad Bunny. Little Nas X. Little Nas X. And. Uh, then there's all the cool people that endorsed Rick Caruso for Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow, Katy Perry, Snoop Dogg, George Lopez. How are you, Julie Klausner? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Tom Sharpling. Thank you. And welcome you. Me? No, the listener. To another episode of Double Threat. Well, I welcome you, the collaborator. In the insurrection of laughs. Yeah. 
This is the to another January episode of Double Threat. We are storming the funny bone. <laughs> yes, and we're carrying the podium of good times. And we are putting our legs up on laughter's desk. Yeah, we have put our feet up on laughter's desk, and we are going to be found guilty of being too funny. Yep, with intention to make you laugh Mm -hmm. and success. Yes, and Julie, I'm sorry to say that you've just been brought up on a new charge. Uh, Oh, no. Conspiring to make uh, milk shoot out of somebody's nose because they're oh, gross. laughing too much. I was I was feeling very relieved that I had skirted the giggle charges. You did, but they got you on this one. They got some tape. Somebody turned in some tape, and you are guilty of being so funny that people have milk come out of their nose. and Not even when they're drinking milk. <laughs> Sounds like you should have a doctor. You should have a doctor make sure that's milk. Yeah, that might not be milk. That might be brain pan leakage. (laughs) What do you think's going on in your brain pan? I think. Well, first of all, I greased it with some Pam. Mm -hmm. So whatever is happening, it's kind of sliding around a little bit. Mm -hmm. But mostly, I think. I I think it's like a kidney being dressed up like a cowboy okay. with like a low slung cowboy gun belt and a little hat and little rootin' tootin' like spurs and pistols. Kind of like Twinkie the Kid. Exactly. Yes, that is what's happening in my brain pan right now is Twinkie the Kid is being baked into perfection. Mm-hmm. Twinkie the Kid's dancing around. Brett, you might not know who Twinkie the Kid is because you were from the South and you grew up with... Knowing who little Debbie would be. Right. Um, you had sweet rolls. We yes. had cupcakes. I mean, I know what Twinkies are, and I was a kid. Sure. Um, but Twinkie the Kid is a character. We were all uh, children once. Brett, can you pull up a picture of Twinkie the oh, Kid, gladly. please? Yeah. This is exciting for me. I have no idea what I'm about to see. This is what is going on in my brain. But wriggle mm-hmm. him around a lot. And if he's smiling, make him crying with an open mouthful of blood. And wasn't there some other dunce who danced around on those Saturday morning things with the popsicles and he had well, a cowboy was... outfit on rootin' tootin' something? Go make I mean, a... are you thinking about Time for Timer? The who? guy who would like was very tall and lanky. Yes, that's exactly, except that is exactly what's going on in my head at all times. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, but except without the kerchief bib, because I want him to be a nude. Mm-hmm. Show like, those you're nips. Saying, you're saying ditch the kerchief, Twinkie the kid. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to see those holes in the bottom of you where the cream oozes out a little bit. <laughs> that's, in my opinion, really a beautiful part of. So the... then, that's what's coming out of, out of the the people you make laughs nose, Twinkie filling. It could be. Could be. Twinkie the kid might be dancing around on their brain pan. So we're uh, looking at a Twinkie here. He's uh, dressed up like uh, Billy the Kid, got a kind of Wild West vibe. He is holding, it looks like a a lasso, but the fun fact is it's actually a noose. (laughs) Yes. He's He's showing you how he's going to die. And it's at his own hand. 
or is he the Jack Kevorkian of the Funko Pop world? You think he's going to go find that cupcake? That cupcake's not unhappy. He's going to find. He offers sweet relief to any of the Funko Pops. Sweet Sweet relief relief is redundant when you consider the hostess family. Mm -hmm. Time for Timer is the character I think you're thinking of. Do you mind Googling that, Brett? Uh, Say one more time. I'm sorry. Time for Timer. You can also Google hanker for a hunk of cheese. That's what it is. Yeah. Now it all just came rushing back. Uh, Now we're looking at a cheese man uh, or cheese gentleman. He's got he's got a bow tie and a top hat and a cane. This is this was during a time when Reagan was president. So people were like, can we advertise cheese to children? And he was like, I don't care as long as it's not money for, you know, any good cause. They were like, Mr. President Reagan, can we have this guy advertise cheese? And he said, well, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall of yeah. cheese. Nancy's mouth was full, so she couldn't respond. I'm excited about her stamp. Yes, the throat goat. Congratulations. (laughs) You want to coat the throat goat with your own tongue and then slap it on a letter to your loved one, this pride. Dear Grandma. Dear dear Grandma, here's why I won't be visiting you in the home. Number one, when I came out to you, you were disappointed and told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, never liked you. Only said I love you because I had to. I didn't like my grandmother. I know. I know. And I love when you talk about it. But she's in hell right now. At at one point, at one point, I'm kind of worried that like more details are going to come out. And it's like you are her. No, Like there might be some Tyler Durdening afoot. No, I had a real grandmother. I had a real one. Um, she was a real one. A real this one with the with the, with the Thanksgiving pizza. Oh my God, yeah. that story. No, the, this bad bitch. woman. That's bad what woman. I would have said. Made my family's life a living hell. Dear now, Grandma, hell, ironically, not ironically, actually fittingly. Brett, she, start an email to Tom's dead grandma. All right, <laughs> she's down there. No, with, don't do it. Don't do it. No, don't, don't do, do it. that. Don't write an email. Don't she's do down that. there. Don't with do that. All the greats, Jimmy Savile. Uh, Jimmy Page, Jimmy, Page Jimmy Durante, Jimmy Durante's in hell. Um, um the one, uh, what's the name? Jimmy Cagney. Dinka do. I'm stuck here with Hades forever. I'm stuck here with you. Good night, Mrs. Havisham. I'm Mrs. going to be Mr. Shoveling hot coals for all eternity. Lost the audience again. I don't think you lost the audience. I'm just thinking about. How delicious, like, like a non bread would be if we toasted over some of the hot coals from Hades. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking about all the delicious, like, tandoori food that they could be making mm. down there if they were, you know, yeah, hungry. I agree. I think hell would be a pretty good uh, place to a pretty good grill in the afterlife. In the afterlife, you may be headed for some serious strife. And then when you go and you walk all day, and you know, but in the morrow there'll be hell to pay. Man, they had it all figured out. The afterlife, kids. There was a moment in time when, and we all danced around to a band called the Squirrel Nut Zippers, and we called each other daddy and. 
we were um, swingers and it was really cool mm-hmm. and we had cherries on our sweaters. Mm-hmm. We popped them. And then the when we popped them and then the the and Jimmy Kimmel's first announcer was the guy from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah. And culture was uh different. Mm-hmm. It really did was. Did you did you see the Squirrel Nut Zippers live? And if so, did you mosh? I did not, and I did not. Okay. Did you? No, I mushed. Um, I mushed? mushed. Yeah, I actually. This is a fun fact about me. I am a member of a of a sled dog pack. Okay, that's exciting. It's exciting for so wait, them. You're one of the, you're one of the. You're not one of the. Dogs. I get no. Well, I act like a dog. I get on all fours and I run okay. as fast as I can when somebody says mush. And it's not cold. Oh, it's very cold. Your hands and knees you mean my paws and knees fair enough those are your paws you'd be like hands that's a trick question of course i don't have hands i'm a dog i cannot be tricked at this point i am pretty in the pocket when it comes to my day Mm -hmm. job actually so if somebody any other questions if somebody came in and they're (laughs) like all right i know one of you is not a dog i got an inkling and i'm gonna no no i never nope i never tricked anyone i was very straightforward to um my master i was like is it okay if i join the team and mm-hmm. and he was like yeah and i was like okay cool it's okay mm-hmm. that i'm not a dog he was like yeah it's fine if you can keep up then you're welcome yeah it's 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 uh it's look, a living like the bird record player said oh i am the bird record player yeah but i'm a human being i actually uh Use that bird record player for my vinyls. Uh, Do you have? Does it play seventy eights? I no. I just got the new Adele on vinyls. And what are you listening to? What really? Where'd you get it? Um, Urban Outfitters. I picked up a couple new vinyls at uh, American Apparel. I got you have the new two Adele new vinyls. vinyls. And I got a vinyl copy of Abbey Road. Congratulations. You're going to play it on your bird record player? Uh, I have a bird record player. They, uh, there's no uh, speakers. So I think the bird can hear the music through the vibrations. Okay. But I can't. I need some sort of tuner and some speakers. Well, that'll be a project for you. Yeah. I say as I'm walking very quickly backwards out towards whatever the entrance <laughs> of this party was. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't want to know more about my sled dog job, but that's okay. All I will say is I like my coworkers. Yeah. How many people can say that about their jobs? Uh, not that, many. That your that your coworkers are good boys. I can. I'm blessed enough to say I like my coworkers: Julie Klausner, Brent Boehm, Joe DeCilio, all of them. Still waiting to hear my name. I said Brett you Bohm. Already, you already said it. Brett Bohm. Ah, oh, there it is. Okay, must yeah. have missed it the first time. Yeah, you must have. Um, maybe some of this cheap forever dog equipment's uh, starting to be on the fritz. <laughs> the fritz? That was two for the price Did you one, buy, wait, one. hold on. Did, can I have a question, question? Did you buy the equipment at an electronic store called the fritz? I mean, calling, it a, a, calling it a store is a little generous. I mean, it was uh, 
You know, it <laughs> was a, sort of a caravan in a parking lot. I don't yeah. know. I trusted the guy. He seemed, like he, he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. Now they bought everything at the store that um, that uh, Zohan worked at. It's yeah, like, Sony uh, Guts. This is Sony Guts. Sony Guts. This uh, this disco like, disco. This headphone adapter. Put it on. Play disco disco. Yeah, very good. Sony Is Guts. One of those parking lots where there were like the stinkiest Lularoe leggings. Yeah, I that, I go there first when I go buy my Lularoe. I go to the parking lot and I'm like, mm-hmm. which ones have been rained on? Yeah. Well, I think it's a good idea to have an electronic store called the Fritz. And instead of Crazy Eddie, it's a guy named Fritz. Yeah. And he's like, come on down to the Fritz. And if you don't. Oh, how about this? If it doesn't work, it's on the Fritz. Oh, Julie, that is. Right. So he's like, I'll buy it if it doesn't work. Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. <laughs> Ricky Gervais should be the new pop and fresh. That's a great idea. You get Ricky, he shows up, he's like, You're gonna make some cinnamon rolls? <laughs> Religion is a farce. So, you think the Pillsbury Doughboy could be Ricky Gervais, so it could look like the Doughboy, but instead of have being clean shaven, like his stubble could be made out of that sort of cinnamon roll like inconsistent kind of brown stuff i think pop and fresh shows up he's got a cinnamon roll stubble oh, that's his name he's wearing a black t-shirt he's wearing okay. his little white little chef's hat his, but he's got a black a black well, t-shirt the black on. v-neck v-neck a black v-neck yeah. you have to yeah He's got a black v-neck on because if it's a t-shirt then it could be louis ck like if it's like a black crew neck so we need to make but sure don't they that shop at the same Pillsbury. store. You don't think Louie Absol- and Ricky? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Hey, I'm going to go get some more black T-shirts, uh, Ricky. What are you doing today? Oh, I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to figure I'd write some comedy. <laughs> Keep going. I want to see where this goes. I'm going to get some uh, black T-shirts uh, today because I'm looking to... Uh, Jerk off later. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did you know that people think there's a man in the sky <laughs> who fixes everything? <laughs> it's a farce. Now enjoy this crescent roll. <laughs> Keep going. I'm standing by. I'm ready to play the lady who works at the t-shirt store. But I don't have to go there. Maybe I'll meet you at the t-shirt store later. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's, he's totally becoming the Crypt Keeper. Bing-a-ling-a-ling. It's becoming Crypt Keeper. Hello, Ooh. is this the uh, T-shirt Hi, store? welcome to T-shirts. Yes. Welcome to T-shirts USA. My name is Kathy Sally. I'm, uh, my name is Louis C.K. Louis Sizelke. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Hi, my How name is El Sizelke. He just tries to like, <laughs> it does I have an order. It's under the name Sizelke. Oh, yes. You have a, um, this is a crate of black crewnecks. That's, that's right. Yes. Uh, Lou Sizelke. Yes. No, I, I got, uh, it actually doesn't really matter what your name is as long as you're paying for these, this crate. Do you have a, a men's room I can jump into for about six minutes? <laughs> what do you mean jump into? Who jumps into a men's room? He what would. a strange turn he of would. phrase. Anyway, no, I don't. But there is a back room, like a stock room. Good enough. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to put That'll these in work. the trunk of your car? <laughs> Did I tell you that my kids are idiots? <laughs> and then Ricky comes in. He parked. He parallel parked. He parallel parks. Yeah. Yeah. You go dingling. Be Ricky now. Be Ricky. <laughs> This is good improv. <laughs> Hi, welcome to T-shirts. Religions of Kathy fox. Sally. I don't care. I don't care. What do you want a T-shirt? Did I tell you my opinion on marginalized people? Mm, not yet. Well, get ready. But Here it comes. I, I was born ready. Sit down. You want a T-shirt? I. I'd rather stand. Watch me weave a tale about how all things in the world must run through me first. Well, watch me weave some 50-50 cotton polyester onto your back and body as soon as you give me your cha-ching um, card. He would be a good Do you want any t-shirts? Wouldn't he be a good Rumpelstiltskin, Ricky Gervais? He'd be a great Rumpelstiltskin. Well, you gotta ask the expert. Ricky Stiltskin. Ask Brett. Brett, guess what? Yeah. You know, it might not seem like it, but we got a, a, there's a theme to today's show. That's right. Yeah. And it has to do with the thing that Julie and I were just talking about. Louis C.K. had a movie called what? Oh, oh, I love you, daddy. That's right. And today's episode is all about daddies. And dads Daddy. and fathers. That's exciting because we just uh, we just had Father's Day uh, yesterday. Um, so yeah, this is exciting. So we're going to celebrate dads. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we've done this before on the show, but I thought maybe one way to to celebrate uh, dads, all the dads uh, uh, throughout history, from movies and TV mm-hmm. and commercials and whatnot. Uh, what if we did a uh, one of our famous fantasy drafts? Uh, what? Yeah, I was thinking. You know, we did. Uh, uh, the New York fantasy draft with Daisy Samiro. We did uh, the uh, the downtown New York uh, fantasy draft with Ann Magnuson and Lady Bunny. What if we do a dad's, you know, all-time greatest dad's fantasy draft? You mm-hmm. you put together your ultimate team of dads, five dads, uh, who you think can go the distance, a little bit of everything in there, uh, and we'll see who comes up with the best team. I like that. I like that a lot. I wouldn't do it without a, without another guest. I don't feel comfortable doing it, just the three of us. Huh. Hmm. That's my only caveat. Well, which is a word I have for cat. 
it's got a couple more letters in it than the word cat. It kind of is And I like say, cat. that's my caveat. I go, mm-hmm. that's my caveat, Jimmy Jazz. What about cravat? <laughs> it's also like cat. That's another word for cat. Yeah. Has anyone seen my cravat, Jimmy Jazz? <laughs> and then you see Jimmy's wearing a little neck scarf, looking yeah. adorable. Looking very dapper. No, we're well. I, if only we had somebody that could come. Hi, on. Brett. Oh, hey. Look at that. It's 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 Brett Boehm. As I live and breathe, the the pride of Georgia. Oh, there he you. is. The the guy who brings a little bit of that down home cooking okay. to the podcast yes. world. Absolutely, Southern charm. Oh well, thank you very much. A little bit of that Southern charm. A little little. Uh, like he's a Georgia satellite, if anything. Yes. He's he's in Sa- Georgia satellite of love, Brett yeah. Boehm. He's in Los that? Angeles, but he still was launched into the night sky in Georgia. The state is first in flight, Georgia. Uh, no, not first in flight, but I am your I am your Georgia satellite. I'm your Georgia guidestone. They are uh, first in fight. They are first in fight or flight, and they've chosen fight. And they are not interesting to me, but Brett is. Yes, and Georgia's. <laughs> <laughs> what is the state motto for for Georgia? Oh, you know, it's the Peach State. Mm-hmm. It's the Peach State. Even though South Carolina will so consistently remind us mm-hmm. that they uh, have more peach production per Who capita. Who cares? Yeah. Who? Gi- you know? I can certainly I say don't. Can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say something? Who gives a shit? Thank you. You said it. Julie. Thank you. You think about peaches, you think of Georgia peach. Well, actually, we have more peaches. Who fucking gives a (laughs) shit? It was Adam Adam Comover running this thing. (laughs) Actually, uh, there's more peaches from. No. I appreciate that because if you actually, if you drive north out of Georgia into South Carolina, they erected a giant uh, peach statue in Gaffney, which is like right over the border. So if you're driving north out of Georgia, it was right, named after South Mo Carolina. Gaffney. Was it named after Mo Gaffney? Because I'm going, I'm on my way to Najimi, Nebraska mm-hmm. myself. Sorry. I really am sorry about not just what I said, but who I am. Keep going. Don't be sorry. I'm just saying they 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 like to stick it to us. So if you're driving out of Georgia, the first thing you see when you go drive up into South Carolina is this giant peach, as though to mm-hmm. say, you know, you guys call yourself the Peach State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but this is where it really, you know, where it really happens. But uh, well, the know, first time the they first can have it, that's all they got. When you're using the powder room, and my apartment is a giant, <laughs> is my giant peach. <laughs> and by the way, I appreciate. When an outhouse has a moon, actually, I actually find it a little confusing sometimes because I'm looking for the outhouse. I'm wandering around at night and I'm like, is that the yeah. moon? Well, it's got a crescent moon cut into the door. Right, exactly. So I'm just like, where do I pee? You know what I mean? I don't. Like, if you, okay, well, I'm just. <laughs> I wish. I wish okay, I could yes okay. and this. One. All right, fine. Okay, I truly listen, need you this, to I'll walk, walk you through, through this. this. It's it's you and me, and we're in Marionette, Georgia, and we've yeah, had too much moonshine. We've had too much, too much uh, of the old uh, grain yeah, alcohol. Like we, we've oh, hit, we've Pappy's hit this, medicine, ju- this right? jug Pappy's that medicine. has three x three x's on it, and we're going hick, <laughs> and we're going where? W- which way to the you know powder room? How dry I am. <laughs> I'm singing How Dry I Am. You're hiccuping. Right. 
I'm hiccuping, and then we gotta go. Why well, we need to use the what do you call it? The toy toy. The, yeah, the, the we gotta use the the outhouse. The facilities. The facilities. So we go in the backyard. Mm-hmm. We see two things. One is a moon yeah. in the sky, and the mm-hmm. other is like you know, like a wooden little shack with mm-hmm. the shape of a moon in the door. Yeah. Which one do I pee in? Are you with me yet? Or should I keep going? No, I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Well, look, the thing is usually when I see a door that you step through and then you go and you go through the door and then you, uh, you relieve yourself in there. Go by the, look for the door, not the moon. Usually what I'm used to seeing on the door would be, would usually say earwolf. That's right. I'm messing with the other podcast networks. We're coming after all of you. Team Coco. That's right, Earwolf. Team Coco. You know, the uh, the uh, the Cold War uh, might be thawing into a hot war, because I don't know if you saw I tweeted today that uh, somebody over on the Earwolf Reddit uh, said that the Forever Dog bumper was, quote, uh, the most grating uh, sequence of sounds in human history. Uh, I don't know how anybody could think that. Forever Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Who would think that was annoying? I have no idea. It's beloved as far as I've I've heard. I just assumed it was an outtake to Lumpy Gravy. That's why I like it. You thought, yeah, you thought it's going to be like, forever dog. The dog's a good diarrhea. Walking your dog, he's got the Hershey squirts. No one has ever proven that Frank Zappa has sung the word diarrhea. And yet, your favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie is 90% Daniel Day-Lewis having diarrhea. It's not 90%. He's either (laughs) Maybe high 30s. I'm going to say 90% of that movie is either dealing with diarrhea, about to get diarrhea, or having just gotten diarrhea. And the last 10% is him making dresses. 90% 90% of the movie, he's it. either mad or has stomach problems. Right, because of diarrhea. Yeah. It should just be called dealing with diarrhea. Dealing with Paul Thomas Anderson, Daniel Day-Lewis, a Paul Thomas Anderson film, dealing with diarrhea. <laughs> Nominated for... Five Oscars and three uh, Bowleys. And six, six be- Peptos. Oh, I want a Pepto. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, the Forever Dog, Forever Dog uh, tag is is uh, flawless. Never change it. Yeah. Um, what's Forever going on? You're starting the. It's fine. It's hot fine. Now. I'm not even saying he's wrong. The person is wrong that said that. I'm just saying, you know, in the Cold War, they had nukes. It doesn't mean they fired them, you know. So we've, we've got a couple. What's your nuke? What's your nuke? I don't know. I mean, uh, just saying, you know, if your wolf wants to go there, we can go there. You yeah. Know. Um, I love the tough the talk. Machine? I love the tough talk from Brett. If Earwolf wants to go there. I wonder what that means. Brett's threats. Brett's, Brett's threats. threats. Ooh, be. let's do a corner. Let's do a regular recurring sentiment uh, segment, not sentiment. Yeah. Whoops. On double threat. <gasps> Brett's threats. Brett's threats. This yeah. week, wh- mm-hmm. what are you going to threaten forever? Do- I mean, um, what are you threatening Earwolf with, Brett? Do you want to take it from here? It's called Brett's threats. Yeah. Take it away, Brett. Um, 
and it should start with, if the people who blank, then I'm going to blank. Got it. Got it. Got it. Hey, Earwolf, if you keep uh, if you keep uh, talking trash over on on the Reddit, then um, <gasps> you're going to get it then. Yeah. All right. Let me do this again. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to and now. OK, how about this? Brett? I mean, Tom, let's do it together. We'll okay. be like now for another. And now for another you know installment I mean? of Brett's threats. Brett's threats. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Six. We go on fifteen. Okay. Seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. And now for another installment of, of Brett's threats. Hey, Earwolf. This one goes out to you. If you keep talking trash on the Reddit, then I'm gonna stick it to you. Shit, I'm sorry. What was what? the rhyme? And is thanks. the problem over there? You had seventeen thousand seconds. I, I, I had it before the countdown. If yeah. not, like, I think it's basically like chill on the Reddit, or else you're gonna get it. Oh, that's good. Something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. All right, and we don't. Even you won't do forget the count it anymore. We'll do a three count. And now. And one, two, two, three, three. And, and now, now another installment. Another installation of Brett's of Brett's threats. threats. Hey, Earwolf, you better chill it on the Reddit or you're going to get it. That was another episode of Brett's Threats brought to you by BetterHelp. Lily Hammer. Brought to you by Lily Hammer. <laughs> They're still plugging that, huh? They're well, still, they still got an advertising. I bought. No, I actually licensed. I licensed it as IP. I am calling myself Lily Hammer on OnlyFans. Oh, I Lily. am not doing well. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, maybe that. Maybe I'll add that. Into Lily. The mix. I was like when Herman Munster would suddenly be like, you know, Eddie, I was thinking like he gets into that. Mm-hmm. Again, we're mm-hmm. talking about old things. I did it again. <laughs> it's okay. We are old things. Actually, uh, it's a new thing because there is a new trailer for a new movie. Have you seen it, Julie? Not yet. Brett, play the Monsters oh, okay, trailer. Yes, and I did. Uh, while I'm pulling that up, I did. I did actually rustle up a guest for us. Uh, you for did the, for the really? Draft. Yeah, you won't believe it. But uh, did you look? Did you look far and wide? Did you? How far did you go to find this guest? The ends of yeah. the earth. Uh, I looked to the end of uh, the hallway. Uh, okay, and then slightly around the corner. And look, this building that might sound anywhere else that would sound like a, a, a nightmare building. proposal. Cavernous in here. You see the people that come through this place. This place is the. This is. It really feels like. Uh, it really feels like being in the Brill Building of podcasting yeah, when you see the people come through. You see yeah. when you look down the hall, you're like, there. Look, there's a John Ross Bowie, and then you look sure. over the other way, yes. you're like, who's that? Well, that's Courtney uh, from. The circle, and then you look down okay. the hall the other way, and you're like, "Who's that?" And you're like, "Oh, that's those are the podcast, the ride guys." And then you look, yeah. and then there's there's uh, there's Big Dipper, and then there's mm-hmm. Meatball, and everybody's here. It really is a fertile, creative place, and it's very exciting. Yeah. And then someone so, from The Bachelor said hi to me in the building the other day. Who was that, Brett? Oh, that was Demi Burnett. Demi Burnett, former Bachelor contestant, Demi Burnett. 
Uh, we also had a claimed character actor, Stephen Root, haunting the hallways the other oh, day. Amazing. Oh, amazing. I saw him. Huge. I was scared to say hi. He's the best. The best. Pan shot. Pan shot. So there's a new monster. Is this TV or film? Oh, it's a film. Oh, thank God. And this is by Rob Robert Zombie? Robert Zombie. Uh, uh, un film de un Robert Un film Zombie. de Robert Zombieford. So the characters are entering, but they don't have names. They're entering through. Get ready. Here we go. All new movie. Now in living color. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Well, now what? Wow. This, I'm glad they brought back Funny or Die, so it's just die or die. <laughs> That's my take. And then you know you who, like, did you, you like know that? Who, do you know who Grandpa is, Julie? No. Who? Ron Jeremy? He's the guy who... It's not Ron Jeremy. <laughs> he... Uh, this is the guy who played Jay Leno in The Late Show, Daniel Roebuck. Oh, it's Daniel Roebuck? Okay, good. And I was hoping it was... Who's Her- Who's Hoyman? Herman is Pete Davidson. Okay. And who's Lily? Sherry Moon Zombie. So can I just say, I think it's really cool when like girls are hot in like a <laughs> really like interesting, like dark, unconventional way. Mm-hmm. Like you have like this woman that's just like really, really like, you know, gorgeous in every account, like every sense of the word, you know, mm-hmm. but then she'll have like a tattoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like instead of having blonde hair and a tan, she'll like have like maybe hair that's like not blonde and she'll be kind of pale. Like what about that? Yeah. I think it's really interesting and kind of messed up. Yeah, it is kind of messed up that that these these women exist even. That they are out and about in the world with a tattoo and Yeah. tattoos like sometimes their hair is like friggin you know be like jet black not even Mm -hmm. just like naturally black it'll be like oh my god it's like really black Mm -hmm. and um i think it's um (sighs) wow i mean like are you it's also like oh wow you guys like rock music and stuff are you a unicorn yeah did i just die and go to heaven absolutely from whence have you come you like creature. horror movies mm-hmm. and rock and roll. Um, did I die and go yeah. to heaven? Now, Brett, who, uh, pray tell, is this guest? Oh, this is very exciting. Um, uh, as you guys know, we've said on the show before, uh, I, I have a, a, a kid, my first kid, uh, uh, nine months old, and so I'm a new father. Uh, another uh, person at Forever Dog is about to become a father uh, in a couple Ooh. months here. So I thought, uh, what, what better person to join us 
uh, for our dad fantasy draft. And it's, if it's okay, um, the guest and I are going to team up. We're going to team up, do our fantasy draft sure. together. So you'll be a team together. We'll be a team together. Um, uh, he should be coming in the studio. Oh, he's in the studio. Oh, he's in the studio he's right now. Studio. Oh, yeah. my, what? oh my god! And this is exciting. Oh my to goodness. welcome to the to the airwaves of the, the Forever Dog airwaves. Uh, Joe from the from the hit what? podcast it's Weekend. Joe. Oh my goodness! Hi, Joe. Oh my goodness. Hey, everybody. This is yes. Tom, Brett's How are you? partner and pal. Hey, Julie. How you doing? And he is the co-founder of Forever Dog, and yeah. he is going to be a dad soon yeah. and oh are you sitting across from tom i know because i saw the ice cop no, no, slip no, from your no. shot <laughs> that's the illusion oh, you gotta that, clean that, up the look, shot that's the number that's one weekend. i don't want to come in here and tom. just immediately start causing a ruckus but that's weekend at bergman's nonsense cross breaking the frame like that we don't that and i my, my, my big me, note was just <laughs> my big note was just don't fight Oh, fighting! Oh, you got to check in with the show, Julie. We're we we've, we're good now. We're, 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 we're just having fun yeah, talking yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure good because I saw a photo food. and and Brett was totally nude. Yeah, and he had yeah. Sharpie all over his chest, and oh, it was yeah. like but I love it. That. All I the, I co-signed all of that, and that that was that was great. You know, do you still have those numbers? Like, are they still um, on your skin, Brett? Have you washed them um, off? There's a little bit are of residue. Still- yeah, I wrote the number Pi, yeah. the first 19 digits of Pi on my chest. I was I was bringing to life the movie Pi. Um, Do you know this, Tom? Did you write it backwards in a mirror, like when Morton Danny Jr. got caught doing the swastika on his forehead? <laughs> I did. It was, was like, very. I got attacked in the bathroom by a skinhead. They drew a swastika mm-hmm. on my face and said, "Seek Heil, mother effer." And then they look, it's like, it's backwards. You clearly did okay. it in a mirror, you idiot. You know, I always uh, I always laughed at Morton Dine Jr. What, you know, you know what, what, what an idiot. Uh, but I got new sympathy for him. You get real in your head when it's the mirror and you and you're drawing on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you can really kind of get lost in the... In, in you know, in, you know wh- which one's the real one? How am I? Yeah. I, 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 I you was haven't seen it. this, Tom? You haven't seen this? What's that? The enough? clip of Joe Joe dressed like Neo from the oh, Matrix. I, oh, I and, saw it. I saw oh, it. Oh, okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that you know that it's, <sighs> it's real hard, it's and the, the visual impact of it is really more powerful than my describing it. So I love, the picture really does yeah. say a thousand words. All right, thank you, Julie. Because Weekend at Bergman's for the uninitiated is a podcast that Joe, our guest, and Brett, our producer, do on the Co-host. Forever Dog Network. And it's a movie podcast where one of them takes a popcorn film and they say, I love this one. And then the other one argues for an art film. And then the movie, they go back and forth. They're screaming at each other. And then when it ends, they vote on which movie makes the cut and which one doesn't. And the one that doesn't, they can never watch again. Never watch it again. Thank you. Never watch it again. It's contractual. We've agreed to it. Uh, I've abided to it so far. Joe, have you been abiding by that? Till my dying day. Wow. Yeah. And we can go ahead and say already too, Tom, because uh, the episode will be out uh, when, when this double threat episode airs. Uh, you are actually on the latest episode of Weekend at Bergman's. Wow! Uh, you, yeah, talk, did you yeah, know that, or impressive. were you just going to the kitchen or something? Julie, I haven't recorded this thing yet. <laughs> they, I, might, I might leave them high and dry now. Oh, crap, right. that's fine. Yeah, they, it's well within your right. But regardless, yeah. just just the fact that we can pretend for a couple hours yeah, is lovely. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, Brett will just pull some soundboard clips of me going, Weekend at Bergman's. 
We'll just take that. You just described it. We'll just get that Because you know when yeah. you're a here. guest on someone's podcast, you just keep saying the podcast. <laughs> well, look, if leave. I can get out of here earlier, here here you go real fast. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, I love this movie. Weekend at Bergman's is my favorite podcast. That movie sucked. You know which movie I'm picking. Thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> uh, I'll probably do it, actually. No, honestly. We can make that work. I love when I listen to an episode of Weekend at Bergman's and they start first of all they're both dressed in costumes so mm. when you listen you hear you hear him say like oh so you don't have a shirt on today huh <laughs> and you're like okay <laughs> and then well we explain why they put down each other's costumes for either being too elaborate or not elaborate enough they <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like we there was an implicit agreement that we would both like really go for it every week with the costumes mm. um, but inflation I would argue that I've been going for it a little harder. Are you uh, insane? Are you, uh, whatever. You know what you are? Yeah. You're a professional. He's just trying to make a little yeah. ruckus on the yeah, show. Yeah. We're not, I'm not going to fall for it. We're a team, Brett. We're picking dads. There you go. Yeah, on on yeah, behalf, I would like to apologize on behalf of the Forever Dog Network to everybody who works at the Party City in Atwater. Uh, <laughs> these two lunatics show up there once a week uh, looking for hats, fake blood, yeah. uh, <laughs> just cartoon noses everything they can get their hands on it's so for, it's so distressing yeah. every week i walk up to the counter at like the vintage thrift store and i'm like having a son in three months and i just spend 65 to 85 dollars you, you have yeah. to stop doing that makes that. Brett like that. that's all you're yeah. spending he kind of smiled well Brett, it adds up you do a show every spending. week what are you spending i want to send a special Give. shout out to hollywood toy and costume you guys go. always have okay. what i need and i'll you know yeah. what whatever it is happy to happy hey, to pay it happy Brett. to pay it hey, make them, a, make them a sponsor hello make them a sponsor yeah save mm. some money like okay. Yeah, Look, I, in, in, in a world where you're constantly getting disappointed, I've never been disappointed at Hollywood toy oh, and costume. Isn't that that's the nicest thing that they've that's ever impressive. heard over there? Okay. They've that's never been nice. put that on the movie poster for the place. Never been disappointed, Brett Boehm, Forever Dog. Who? <laughs> and who? What? Joe Cilio, Forever Dog. Who? What? Here we go. And Jack, now, from what? It is the uh, first annual Dad Fantasy Double Threat Dad Fantasy Draft. Uh, which dads make the cut? Which are who are the greatest dads of all time, and who's gonna grab them first? Only each dad can only be drafted once. My first pick for the Father's Day, the Forever Dog, you know, the the double threat Father's Day fantasy, fantasy draft. draft. Yeah, my first pick is. Roy Neary from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, wow. A dad who decided to run from his children and literally board a spaceship to get away from his family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait, are we choosing bad dad? <laughs> We're just choosing. It's my, that's my... I think I want my list to cover... My team to cover the gamut of fathers. And this father... Loved his children, loved wanting to know about aliens a little bit more. And he showed up, he climbed a mountain, he trashed a living room, made mashed potatoes all over the place, drove the family crazy. He's got a nice kids, he's got a nice wife, Terry Gar. He ran from all of them and said, get me on that spaceship. I'm going on the spaceship and I got to see what's out there. Not Exactly. Caring about the kids he left behind. 
Got it. Got it. Got it. I mean, it's important when you know putting these teams together. You want to, you do want to balance. You want a variety. Um, and I mean, in in his credit, yeah, as a dad, you gotta you gotta have your own life, you know, going on. You gotta have your own interests. Um, so maybe he took that to an extreme, but sure. I, I get it. it. Yeah. yeah. And if I was in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, I know which character I would. Be. I know everybody's like, which which character are you? You know who I am. I'm the third person running up that mountain with them. Making it past the thing, and then finally, like, I can't keep going. I can't go on. And I miss all of it because I'm so close to getting over the hub hump on Devil's Mountain and seeing all the aliens. But I'm just like, I can't make it. Remember, there were three people running up the no. hill? No. There were. I don't remember that. I remember the mashed potatoes, and I remember he was a terrible father. Do you remember he the third person? He could not have been less interested in his family. No, who was the third Joe, person? Joe, Brett, you don't remember when they were trying to get them, they're saying they're running past the past the gas spill or whatever they said it was, the chemical thing, and they're, they drop, drop dead cattle all over the place to try to scare people. Mm-hmm. They're okay. running up the side of the mountain. There's three of them. It's Roy Neary, the mom of the little kid, uh, Melinda Dillon, and then a third guy. And then he's like, I can't. Go anymore, and he gets caught <laughs> early. And that's you. That's who I would be okay in the but, world. But the number one dad would made be. it go for it. Okay, tried to get over. Uh-huh. Tried to see the Martians. Had the same calling that the other two did. Physically couldn't get over the mountain and see the Martians. <laughs> that's just as a side note. But Roy Neary is right. my first dad. I mean, would you say that the alien is sort of his son? They sort of have like he's sort of a surrogate father for that little uh, for the little alien we see at the end. No, he's as selfish as can be. He'll blow that kid off also on the spaceship. If that kid will start calling him, it'll be the kiss of death for that little alien. Start calling him like you're kind of like a dad to me. But like, oh, great. When can we get back to Earth? You know, this is your team and to each his own, and yes. you're your own man. You're charting your own path, and Thank I respect you. Thank that. You, Joe. I, I don't understand it. of every dad in the world why the number one pick would be this famously mediocre to bad. I think it's the mashed potatoes. Access to mashed potatoes. It's access to okay. At least that, I'm right. speaking for myself. Kids okay. love Joe. Okay. You're gonna learn this when yeah. you're a father. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Love mashed potatoes <laughs> i can vouch for that okay and all right well they then love mashed potatoes you know sculptures. What? consider me satisfied kids, I, I understand you know what else kids love second to mashed potatoes when you throw trees through your window and you turn your living room you start making a giant sculpture <laughs> out of dirt mm-hmm. in the living okay. room all right they love all See, that hey, your stuff. team that's your pick. All right, so Roy Neary is off the board roy Sorry, neary everybody. off the board the top the number off one the pick board. yeah Oh, number man. one pick uh, in the first annual Dad Fancy Draft. Uh, Julie, you're up next. Uh, well, Sylvia Hammerstone on Twitter suggested Harry Dean Stanton and Pretty in Pink. And I think that's a great suggestion. But I would say even more iconic to me as a father from one of the John Hughes movies is Paul Dooley and 16 Candles. Oh, mm, yes. The way he kind of like is excited to see Molly Ringwald's Jake Ryan at the end and kind of like gives her that look. And I just have a, a, a spot in my heart for him and that relationship. So I'm going to say Paul Dooley from 16 Candles. Now point. that made all the sense in the world. Yes. Right. What if I was just like yeah. Bill Cosby yeah. next? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Ghost dad. <laughs> not even, not even Cliff yeah. Huxtable. Yeah. What? Um, 
No, well, thank you. All right, well, look. Okay. I feel like that was I a really good I think I'm I doing like was, this right. I think that was a really I good think. pick, Julie. That made yeah. a lot of sense to me. Um, look, we'll see how Tom's whole team comes together. You know, they Brett and Tom both said that they have they need different kinds of dads for some yeah. reason. I'm just gonna be picking. We're just uh, Brett. I mean, we're just picking good dads, right? We got good downs. Oh dads yeah, all my first line. one. My first one, I think, was a really was really skilled at fatherhood. There you go. All right, who, uh, who, who do we got? All right, so uh, my first, uh, the first pick, uh, the first pick I have, uh, is Candyman. Candyman what is, is my this? first. Yeah, pick. I don't yeah. think I'm doing this right, uh, no, and I think I, it's because I'm not prepared. I, I insist yeah. you are. Because me and you are on the same wavelength, Brett. Why is Candyman our We're first pick lose. in the draft? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, Brett's been doing a lot of staring into mirrors lately. Whether he's either writing pie on now, his sorry, chest, this is, I thought he was just being Candyman conceited. Five times. Now, I guess this, this wasn't the physique. best dad draft. This is just a dad draft. This is a draft of just dads. If I can make my argument, I think I have a pretty persuasive reason for picking him first. All right, uh, and this is uh, the original 1992 Candyman, portrayed by uh, Tony Todd. And when I was a, a new father, a couple, you know, a couple weeks in, uh, it, it was so tough. It was exhausting. It yeah. was just you're up all night. Mm-hmm. The, okay. the child is so, is so fragile. It's such a fragile thing in the early days. And you're just terrified, you know, n- night and day uh, of how I'm, how I'm going to keep it alive. Am I doing this right? Uh, I watched Candyman. And I took around that time, I took a lot of inspiration. Candyman, if you remember, he becomes I mean, he kidnaps a child. Um, uh, He's a he's a murderer. He's he's a he's a villain. But he does. He ends up with this child that he has kidnapped. But he is very good at keeping it alive and keeping it relatively happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he feeds it uh, 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 honey. He's he's every time that you know you see he's very gentle with the kid. And so I I remember thinking early on, well, if Candyman can do it. Then I, you know, I think I can do it. So I, I took a lot of inspiration from Candyman as a, as a paternal figure. You sell, don't you sell uh, little uh, needle points on Etsy that say that? <laughs> I do. I have wall. I have crocheted a uh, wall. If Candyman can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Go to Brett's Etsy store, Brettsy. But I mean, that would be a great. Brettsy is a great place to get Father's Day cards. Yeah. Yeah, if, if Candyman can do it, you can do it. Uh, be like Leatherface. Um, I've got a couple couple yeah. ones up there. Um, we can we can hone be like Leatherface. I would appreciate any notes. <laughs> it's not selling well. We can we can yeah. Let's let's find something more specific. Leatherface Tuscadero is that a thing? Maybe. Uh, but eat pray leather. It... <laughs> eat pray Leatherface. No, not yet. Yes, actually that. <laughs> yes. Eat pray leather phase is absolutely going in your Bretsy store. Right, Needle point okay. everything. Store. Eat pray leather face is a t-shirt for double threatsy. So that also. was your that was your pick. Okay, very good. All right, Tom has a lot of ground to make up. Okay. Round two. Maybe, Round two. Yeah. Maybe a dad with one admirable quality not named mashed potatoes. <laughs> okay. I will take as my next dad. The dad on the Wonder Years. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the 2022 reboot or the the original uh, Wonder Years? The original Wonder oh, okay. Years. All right. That dad who was always just like, Kevin, I don't know. You got us. He's one of those. Oh, the because na- the narrator is Kevin, right? The narrator is. The Kevin. narrator's kid. Ke- the kid is the narrator. But the okay. dad was the, what's his face? The That crabby dude, Dan. Uh, what was his name? 
dad on the wonder years. If only we could find out. <laughs> if only there was some sort of. <laughs> this was Brett Is the Brett Oh, oh on, yeah, yeah. On the call? Hold on, dad in the wonder years. Dad from the wonder oh. years. He also played. Uh, he did a stage presentation where he was uh, uh, the football coach, the famous football coach. Uh, uh, is it Dan, stage Dan, Dan Loria? Dan like Loria. Dan Loria yes. playing the role. Not a play. Jack Arnold. Yes, Jack Arnold. That's my pick because he kind of reminds me of my dad in a way. He was not a person of many words, but he was solid. Happy now. I picked a normal dad. No, can't argue with that. That's beautiful. I'm picking the dad from capturing the Freedman. It <laughs> 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 was an interesting chap. And uh, I think he got a shirt under the chap. stick. <laughs> Skilled at software engineering. So, so he was an interesting chap, eh? <laughs> tell me, tell me more about this interesting chap. <laughs> you used your second pick fella. for this. No, do not put that on the Forever Dog social. That's all I need. I am going to choose. Papa Smurf. I'm not going to choose Papa Smurf. That guy's a stoner. He's a he's one of those guys with a long white beard who walks around without a shirt on. It's called Venice Beach. Yeah. Check it out sometime. Check you know, it out sometime. You know who would be good to play Papa Smurf in a movie? Live action movie? Who? Lars Ulrich's father. Yes! Right. <laughs> if I if I were you, Brett, I would pull up a picture that. of Lars Ulrich's oh, yes, father. Yes, yes. Oh, of you know what? Thank you very much. That's my choice. My my choice is Lars Ulrich's father. Oh, I I just I just <laughs> poached your the, mention of him, and that kind, is my that is the kindly wizard from choosing. some kind the of kindly monster. wizard Torben who tells Ulrich. Lars Ulrich <laughs> that Ulrich. if he were Lars after Lars played him his new album, then he would delete it. There he is. This wow. guy. He had a walking stick wow. with knots in it. Sweet Torben. Yeah. Lars's dad was not encouraging. And if Lars is ever too full of himself, although I can't imagine such a scenario. Now, Julie, look at that question. Wonder what the next word is. Lars Ulrich's 92-year-old dad releases dot, dot, dot. <laughs> what on earth could he have released? Pigeons. Do you think? His last breath of oxygen. His last <laughs> breath, his bowels. <laughs> what do you think he could have released? His own his own album? Let's all bet what we think he could have released. I bet he released a track with Lars. Oh, okay. Julie. A diss track, maybe. A diss track? <laughs> you think he did a diss track? No, I said, yeah, he's the diss track of <laughs> Lars. Okay. Because my, it's called My Son Sucks. Oh, man. So he dissed his own son. He didn't diss like James Hetfield on behalf of his son. Nah. Brett, who do you think? What do you think he uh, released? I, I already said, I think he released a bunch of doves at the beach. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, I think see. he There's released shot, six like hostages. He had, <laughs> he, he had six people imprisoned in his home, and yep. he, he set them free finally. And he's not in trouble because he, let, he, really, he, he did let them go. He let them go. You can't be in trouble yeah. if you rectify your, your mistake. Album. An album? A whole album? I won. 92 wow. years old. Man, this was 92. last year. God bless him. an album. 92 years young. Damn. Yep. So next up is the Forever Dog. All right. Joe, you want to take of... this one? 
All right, absolutely. So first we got Candyman and sort of inspired by Lars Ulrich. I'm just going to go ahead and take the granddaddy of them all. I'm surprised he's still on the board. That being said, I don't know if the board is for good dads or bad dads. I don't know where the board is. I don't know where the board is, but I'll tell you what. This this dad, he's giving you good. He's giving you bad. Uh, I'm going with Father Time. All right, Father Time. Great choice. Still on the board. Not Lots anymore. of great reasons to love him. Not anymore, but I had to nab him number two. Mm. Got a powerful dad in our corner. That's true. That's a um, very strong dad. He's been in, you know, he has countless credits across uh, art and culture throughout most of recorded uh, history. Um, and, you know, Jan 6 on all of our minds. He respects a peaceful transfer of power, you know, and you, and you, can't, you can't knock him for that. Every year on New Year's Eve, he he passes the torch to uh, to Jan first. He passes it to Baby Time. So what's going on there? Is that the same? Is Baby New Year getting the torch from? Is Father Time the same thing as like last year, old year? You know, Father Time. He's he's the he's the embodiment of of time and all all of the no, things no, that can I know be. that. But I'm just saying, is that the same old dude that's passing the torch? Or does baby, baby does New baby New Year, Year become baby New Year become Father Time? I think there's a little like Phoenix energy inherent in the in the concept. Maybe he he sort of dies at the very last minute and is reborn in the same the same moment. I don't know if there's just every yeah, year has I guess, its own I guess Father I just, Time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if they're the same old guy, Julie, nor I. What? Julie. <laughs> yes. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Seriously. Help me. Help you pick a good dad? Help me. I'm trapped. Don't. you Put yourself on mute. There's Tom. two of them. I hear you. You can now. do the blinking thing we talked about. Help me. Can you do the tap it? Can you tap on the um table? Tap, tap. 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 Yeah, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Someone being held hostage emotionally. I'll, I mean, I don't know what to do, Tom. Like, just help. help. <laughs> Get me out of here. Are we still on mute or should we come back off? You mute? can unmute. You should come back unmute. next time. I think that you I think the two of you should dress up like baby new year and father time. That's a great something. Idea. I don't that, know what if we if we had our wits about us. You know, the, you know the most tro- uh, troubling part of that is they'll they'll just go get the costumes. They already have that can do that. They don't even have to <laughs> yeah. go find them. They'll be like, oh, I mean, this should I wear this one or this one. Brett will be like, I got two Father Time ones and three Baby New Year ones. Which one do you like? And then Joe will be like, well, I got a, I got two of each also. Yeah, next week we're doing a Ivan the Terrible and Baby's Day Out. So we'll really, I think those, it'll be perfect. Are you serious? So, yeah, it's a really great timing. Oh my God, that's amazing. I don't, I don't think he's All right, serious. here we go. Let's, I'm next. Lay it on us. Okay. Third round. Tom's first pick in the third round. Frank Costanza. <laughs> from oh, Seinfeld. Great pick. Great pick. The great, the late great Jerry Stiller, who yelled at his dumb Oh, son. that's that was Jerry Stiller? Yeah. I love Jerry Stiller, but I just don't yeah. like anyone connected to Jason Alexander. He always yelled. He didn't like, he didn't like him just like you. He didn't like him either. Mm-hmm. He didn't like Jerry, he didn't like Jason Alexander either. Jerry Stiller clearly, Frank Costanza would never mm. have ordered a McDLT based on that commercial. Hey, 
You say you're getting tired of lettuce and tomato hamburgers in this town that don't quite make it? Yeah! You say yeah. that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time? Yeah! Well, I say... Well, I don't understand why they don't just trample him in this ad. Yeah. The McDLT! Here we go. I'm talking quarterback beef on the hot side. And the hot stays hot. It's really growing on me. <laughs> what if he's like, hey, do you guys ever get tired of the thing? And then they're like, yeah, he's, and he's like, what did I tell you? I said, did you ever get tired? Like, it's clear he's like, uh, it's like the Twilight Zone. He's like the, like the 10 year old emperor wishing is the corn Oh, yeah. Where, like, Another old reference. Into a, into a jack in the box. Yeah. Well, we'll say that you're talking about the one from the 80s. I'm talking about the Jordan Peele uh, Twilight. Oh scene. yeah, I've I've seen a couple of those. And uh, one where, look, I'm yeah. not here to judge Jordan Peele, but uh, I saw the trailer for his new movie, and you know what I said? Mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh my god. Joe, do you know CPR? <laughs> he, he looks because pretty good. He looks, oh, okay. he looks she fine owes me money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually on a CPR diet right now, Julie. When I see PR, uh-huh. which is pizza and uh, rats <laughs> and rigatoni, rat, po- rat poison, <laughs> and rat, oh, it rat was, should be R. That should be the R. Rat poison. I eat it. Well, you shouldn't. Pizza and but the, you've honestly tried to tell me that when I'm on a diet. See if I actually do it. There's no other food that popped up for R. Rice, ribs, rice, Rib. risotto, risotto, risotto. You like you like uh, Phil risotto, right? Julie from Paradise Podcast. And Death, he's light. got and he's heading to the plate. He's got the broth. He's asking for fresh pepper. And oh then, my god, I think he's gonna eat it. I love Phil Rizzuto being like, So that's a record about them making whoopee. What did I participate in? Like a year later, he finds out. <laughs> what a loser. Yeah, it is like a total loser. They, they didn't tell what him? A, what no, a, he, what they a brought dork. Him in to what do a this. goddamn dork. Yeah, he did some call, some play-by-play thing. They didn't sure. tell him that it was a it was a uh, metaphor. Sure. An, uh, an open metaphor for some dude trying to get down. Right. But they didn't tell him before? He was mad. He was very mad at it. Wait, they made him record that? That wasn't just from well, make like a game? Yeah, I thought it was a sample, too. Okay. Like, Look, sure this guy was doing him. commercials for anything back then. The Money Store. Do you remember yeah. that, Julie? I remember the Money Store What's very money well. Store? Those Brett, ads pull from up my a childhood money store were commercials. Oh, right. extremely. The Money Store. Oh my gosh. What's Brett doing? Like in between you asking him to do stuff? Do you think, Joe? I, I got a whole list. I'd be happy to run you through. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, don't. I if don't you ask him that, he gets mad. All work and no all play work for me. Makes makes, I'm makes sure there's an answer. I just. There's about eight answers. You know, how much time you got? Well, eight answers when two of his fingers are broken. He hands. He holds up his <laughs> fingers. He's like, I got eight answers. Yeah. Which are the which answers do you want? <laughs> All right, Phil Rizzuto on the old. What a loser! Has he got kids. Is he is he eligible? 
Oh yeah, maybe yeah. He could the be scooter. A no one wants to choose Phil Rizzuto. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. apparently there's no like criteria based on there's nothing good a dad well, can do or bad. They can be geez, sullen. We, we they can be joyful. Be so critical of the, pr- the proceedings not, on the show. Never had a guest oh, roll in that's and tell us how it is. Never had a guest roll in and tell us how well, it is. I just want to. I just want to do my. I want to do my in. best as a guest, well, but without yeah. any criteria. I, I, I'm. I don't know if it's a good dad or a bad dad. I don't know if it's. Julie, you know what, Joe? Joe's like the Charles Grodin of podcast. Yeah, guests. you're right. You're he comes right. in, he tells us what's wrong with everything. It's a great. Be- it's Charles a, Grodin. I mean, someone's got yeah, it's, it's a, a little good too flattering. Niche. It's a problem with that. Thanks, comparison. Tom. <laughs> I like take it, it. Take it to the bank. Take I really, it, take, I it, wish. take it to the money store. Uh, let's see. This I, I guess, of, I'm excited to learn about what watch the money this. Store is. Yeah, okay. And then watch this guy. Just tell me if you think he has moral high ground for anything after you see what he was proudly advertising. <laughs> Holy cow, are you as confused as I am about these new tax laws? Second mortgage loan as low as today's prime rate of seven and a half percent. That's right, seven and a half percent. Best of all, the low interest payments may be fully deductible. Qualified homeowners get instant approval. Call the money store toll free. Dial 1-800-221-9000. Yeah, this is like it's like you might as well say call the mafia with this. How many takes do you think he gave them? Uh, zero. I don't even. Uh, I think one might be too he, high he, of a he number. He didn't know the camera's one. wrong. He just, he, he just does. He was, uh, he was doing that. Uh, <laughs> Let's see that again, please. He's just mad. They just caught him on camera being mad. Uh, That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more time, please. Where he. <laughs> <laughs> he looks clearly looks over at the director to make sure we should keep going. We doing this? We doing this? Yeah. Like was that good enough? I'm because I'm gonna keep talking. Because I'm not gonna pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, we're good or I gotta start over again. Director's like going like, come on, you're good, you're good, keep going, keep going. Yeah, and that's the guy, the money so He's mad at meatloaf. For tricking him into doing a porn uh, record, and he's got <laughs> it's the, barely a porno record. It's a prom record. He's got the money store. Meanwhile, he's telling people to go uh, buy a boat. Nah, Call the money store, get money he, for a boat. <laughs> that's what happened when he was driving, and he heard that on the radio, and he went, Ugh, but he went up with the steering wheel <laughs> yeah. instead. Holy cow! Are these new tax laws complicated? <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I suppose they are. And he has yeah. a name, his little little plate on his desk that says Phil Rizzuto. What office was he in where he had a little plate on his desk? And be like, what's your name? Oh, Phil Rizzuto. Okay. I want to tell you, if you're thinking about getting one of these Phil Rizzuto mortgages, that introductory APR might seem uh, uh, enticing. Year five comes around when that fit, when that variable rate kicks in. Yeah. You're going to be, you're going to be out of that house in two seconds. All right. Yeah. You enjoy that. Wait, are you are you, you saying it's it. a good idea or a bad idea? It's a bad idea. I'm saying the oh, mortgage okay. crisis. This is how the mortgage crisis happened. Yeah. Was these Phil Rizzuto style loans? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. All right, so he's he's not he's not yeah. going to be on our. Yeah. I'm still our, considering our him. Yeah. Put him on the big short. Yeah. Phil this Rizzuto is for. Short. I was going to say there would be a good Mad Magazine spoof to say the big short, and it's like Brett wearing a giant pair of <laughs> boxer shorts <laughs> with red hearts on it. 
All right. Up up next, Julie, uh, your round three pick. So far, you've got uh, Jim Baker, the dad in 16 Candles, played by Paul Dooley, and you've got Torben Ulrich. Great team developing. <laughs> you picture Paul, I picture Paul Dooley talking to Torben Ulrich in the, in, in the dugout of your team. Well, this is a little abstract, but I'm going to say the subject of the song, I've written a letter to daddy mm-hmm. from whatever happened to baby Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I will I will recite the lyrics right now because this fa- this daddy is no longer with us. I've got Betty Davis singing it right here if you want. Oh yeah, let's do that. It's really beautiful. And this is, as you all know, my favorite song. I've written a letter to daddy. (laughs) His address is heaven above. (laughs) I've written, dear daddy, we miss you. Daddy. And wish you were with us too long. Instead of a stamp, I put kisses. <laughs> the kisses. postman says that's best to do. I've written a letter to Daddy saying I love you. It's a beautiful song. Nice. I, I like the that. idea that of the was postman being like, yeah, it's better if you just kiss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a great pick. That was a good pick. That's a hell of a pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daddy from I've so, Written a Letter to Daddy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a little abstract, but we can swing it. Oh, no. That's nah, great. That one works. I love it. Uh, I'm jealous. Next up, uh, Joe, I, I'm going to take this one if you don't Absolutely. mind. All right. Um, but, but, but aim true. Oh, this is a real solid pick right here. Uh uh, you know, the dads are are all over, you know, music videos from the 80s. They're one of the big villains of music videos in the 80s. You know, mm-hmm. dads who were too strict or they were, you know, they they uh, didn't like the music their kids were listening to, etc. There is one dad, though, that I think needs, uh, you know, needs a second look, uh, needs a, um, some revisionism. Can we guess? Yeah, please go ahead. From music video from the 80s? Yeah. Julie, do you have any guesses? Well, it's not Papa just wants what's best for you, is it? I, I that's a great one. I, I felt like that was not, you know, that felt like, you know, maybe not my, uh, not my right to to, to take that. That's mm-hmm. Danny Aiello from uh, Papa just wants the best for you. So I stayed away from that one. So it's not, it's not Danny Aiello. You're gonna say, Love is a Battlefield video. No, that's another great, that's another great one. If you leave now. Oh, I think I know. I know. Is it Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Yes, it is. It is Captain Yay! Lou Albano. Yay! Captain Lou Albano from Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah. Uh, and he is, you know, he plays sort of comically, plays like the overbearing strict father. But if you listen to the lyrics, the two things, the two things that he's mentioned, two things that are mentioned about him, the phone rings in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. My father yells, what are you going to do with your life? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, first thing, the, these old <laughs> landlines ring in. And you know how loud those things were? The middle of the night? I mean, that's no, two, that three a.m. People better have been that dead. Would kill me. Yeah, that, that was, was he's got a, a valid complaint. Why is his phone ringing? I'm I'm uh, dead asleep. Ugh. I get woken up by the phone. So that seems to me a valid. Right, you sure you got those lyrics right? 
I come home what do you th- in the middle of the night. Not the phone rings in the middle. The the first uh, uh, verse is about the mom. I come home in the morning like oh. my mother says. Say the mom draft. You're right. Home. Okay, good. I yeah. just want to make sure. The, the, uh, the no, I, I got good. real serious about this. I want to make sure I got all the details oh, right. I know. Look, I get it. I get it. My I mean, what apologies. Do you, I mean, what do you think? I mean, right. I mean, phone rings at 2, 3 a.m., wakes you up from a dead sleep. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to say something. You're allowed to be, you yeah. know, uh, 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 you know, upset about that. So I think that's I think that's a fair thing Captain, for him to be Captain upset Captain Lou about. Albano was really talented at um, conveying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does a big finger wag, you know, he does. Uh, but he wasn't like, you know. Well, I, at one point, I think the rubber band bursts on his beard and the beard mm-hmm. rearranges itself into a delicate braid. Is that if so? I remember that so? correctly. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Wait, Brett, can we see a little bit? Yeah, of this sure. Let's yeah. pull up the video. Um, That's not true. I lied. Oh. I was, I was, I was like, I'm sorry. I was trying great. to goof you. I <laughs> couldn't <laughs> help it. Consider me goofed. <laughs> I'm sorry. But also, I can't help it. Great idea. That's okay. It's not goofed up here. Up here in my head, it's happening right now. Okay, I, good. I have a big, wide Cheshire cat grin, Julie. I mean, the one thing that is, the one thing that is, you know, in spirit about that, though, is that he's not, there's never any menace about him in the video. You know, some mm. of these dads, like the dad in the Twisted Sister video is is it's truly disturbing to me. Like, I, it seems like a mean guy, like a cruel guy. Uh, Captain Lou, even when he's getting, you know, strict, he never seems, it's never mean spirited. There's kind of, the, it's always in love. Uh, and you know, that's why, uh, Cindy Lauper then says one line later, Oh daddy dear, you know, you're still number one, but girls, they mm-hmm. just want to have fun. So yeah. Captain Lou Albano, I think is, you know, uh, he might be a little strict, but he's, he's got a good heart. But when she said that, she said, daddy dear, you're still number one. She means he's a, a bucket full of urine. Ah, sh- no, oh, he, she, she was not comparing him to she, piss uh, Christ. That is said, who made a factually incorrect. Yes. Piss Christ did make a previous fantasy. Uh, yeah. He did. New York. Is that true? Yeah, he's one of the first picked, picks. I think you picked Piss Christ. <laughs> I love I think Piss Christ. I'm sorry. I, okay, I guess I'm a little weird then because I love Piss Christ. It just and happens you, to be an amazing work of art. And one Hello? of the things that's interesting, you own Piss Christ. I own Piss Christ. And you, you know what's interesting even more than that is that I had to rent it to begin. It was a rent to buy, and now I own it. Sure. So, you got that through yeah. errands, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I was. It was urine by errands. Yes. I mean, if when you keep that yes, going, you could, do, yes, you could yes, choose yes, a Piss yes, God for yes. this draft. Um, That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Father of Christ. Father, is anyone Father of Piss Christ. Father of Piss Christ. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's good. Yeah, piss, right, piss God is honestly, <laughs> he's actually saw him this Sunday at a pride thing. And you don't want him anywhere near this list. That's why this show doesn't work in the flyover country. Don't call yeah, them that. They, they, they don't they, like they it. Call them pop. Piss God. Call it popover country because they make the best popovers you ever did yeah. have. All right, that concludes uh, round three. We're mm-hmm. coming to the back half of the fantasy draft now, and while wow, these teams are really starting to fill out, uh, this is this is, this is a heck of a competition right now as to who's got the best dad team. Uh, Tom, you're you're number four pick. You're on well, the board. Well, thank you, Brett. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that at Brayet on social media. Thank you. Um, I've decided for for round four, I'm picking. I'm going to get two for the price of one on this one. Mm. I'm picking. Oh, no, I have a uh, feeling I know you're you're about to do. You're about to poach someone really good. The in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Both dads from the in-laws. 
You're talking about Falk and Arkin? Yeah. You're getting Falk and Arkin? Yeah. No way. Damn. We're going to check the rules on this one. Yeah, both in-laws. I checked the Falk rules. Falk and Arkin. Falk and Arkin. Serpentine. Serpentine. Remember when they ran Serpentine? Yeah, then they didn't, they didn't get shot. Yeah. And I've thought about it ever since. Every 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 movie when they're running away from bullets, I'm like, look at the in-laws. Yeah. Serpentine. 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 Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Made perfect sense. Yeah. And great dad shit, too. Yeah. That's Serpentine. My father never gave me any helpful advice like... When you're being shot at, you know, running a running an S formation, yeah. you know. Now, my father, the only advice he gave me in terms of running was to run away from that witch of a grandmother I had. <laughs> oh, this woman, Joe. Do you know about this woman? No. She was a pill. She sounded ugh. yikes. She said at one Thanksgiving after they had dinner. <laughs> that was not her. That was a cousin said that. that was oh, I'm grandma. sorry. I thought that was her. It no, sounds cousin. like it was in character. People did oh, all this cooking for for the holiday. I thought that was your grandma. All okay. this cooking. No, that was my that was my aunt or my cu- my aunt, all right. not cousin. All right. And, and they she did said, all this cooking, yeah. and then everybody was like an all day affair. So then somebody at some point ordered like a pizza to show up late after all the who knows why. There's still 800 pounds of food there, and then this uh, great relative of mine said, uh, "Well, if I would have known there was pizza, I wouldn't have eaten all this junk." <laughs> nice. oh, you mean I thought the food she said shit. My mother it was junk. Made all day yeah. today. Nice food. My mother, who's still working full time, made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not this family of dumb retirees. I'm so sorry. One's worse than the next. Oh no no no! It's it's just par no, for the course. I'm the one who's like, no no no! It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> no, my mother rules. Where do it's I fine. get the nerve? So man, so the in laws. The in-laws. That's the in-laws, right. yeah. So yeah, yeah. took the scenic route on that one, but yes, the in-laws. Well, I checked the rules, and it counts. It was crafty, but it counts. Two for the price of one. There's a rules? Oh, yeah, I got a whole, Ooh, like a whole stack. Of, it's like that stack of papers Ooh, that old la, la. Phil Rizzuto pushed off the desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the rules of this dad <laughs> draft. Uh, holy cow! <laughs> well, is it my turn? Julie, you're up. Your fourth pick. Your fourth round pick. Well, when... Tom said he was doing a two for one. I thought he was going to do this move, which I'm going to do now to uh-huh. to be to be sneaky because I thought he was going to select Bob Elliott as Fred Peterson oh, on Get a Life, wow. which is a twofer because you have Bob Elliott, who is Chris Elliott's real life dad, as well as mm-hmm. him sort of doing the Mr. Wilson to his Dennis the Menace on Get a Life. That's an amazing. Um, pick. That's a great pick. Yeah, That's so that pick. is that is mine, baby. That is all mine. And and one of the funniest books I've ever read is Daddy's Boy. Yes, the, the book yes, that, Chris that is Elliott the memoir about. that the two of them wrote together. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I feel like if maybe at the end of the round we could see a list because I feel like Julie's really just just winning this. Just she's she's way out ahead. That's kind of my impression. Well, it, maybe it helped to be completely unprepared. I, mm-hmm. I suppose. I yeah. suppose. These to be are like, great, oh, great Geppetto, uh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Strangelove. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Geppetto's a great one. Geppetto is great. Of, think of that. Is Geppetto a father, though? Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, is, is, is Did Piscod? Did you see um, is the ultimate father? Okay. Um, he, uh, yeah, I saw some of that Pinocchio live action trailer. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, so they're live actioning it? 
You mean yes, like a, you mean the Disney Plus one or or the? I guess it is. Like yeah. A new thing. I'm not thinking about. That's it. the one with the crazy tagline, right? The tagline is uh, you can't What's the kill. Tagline? You can't kill what was never alive. Is the tagline? Of the <laughs> really? <new>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Is the tagline of the new Pinocchio. You know I think I, that's right, that's Joe. Cool. That's I, li- I kind of like that. Yeah. I go to the movies uh, and I sit in the theater, and when a trailer finishes, I go, "Nope." I'm not seeing that. That's a very New York. That might be the most I, I, Manhattan thing when somebody would be in a theater. They have to, like, they can't, I know, they can't it's not pathetic. express their opinion out loud. Every single trailer. Classic speaking New of, Yorkers. Speaking of dads, my father, every single trailer growing up. We went to the movies a lot. It was, like, the one mm-hmm. nice, you know, it was, like, our favorite thing to do. The together. one nice thing? No, no, no. no. We did many Thank nice things. But it was, like, it was, like, the, the most him, him and that and Hershey like, My Park. mom had no interest in the movies. Right. And my sister had no interest in going to the movies either. So we would be like, all right, we're going to go. Anyway, after every single trailer, sure. he would lean over and grab my shoulder and be like, oh, we're seeing that one. Buddy, oh, you know, there's, like, there's like eight trailers. That's no, fun. No that's way. a fun dad joke. Yeah, yeah. never heard. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that that is um that was a nice memory for Spoiler me. Spoiler alert: yeah, Joe has a great dad. He has the dad we all. Oh, dream I'm sure. Of. I'm yeah. sure he does. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, he does. Right. Um, you can tell in how well adjusted and you know, yeah, professional yep. he is. No and, notes. Perfect yeah. child rearing. My what, dumb grandmother. Yeah. One thing my dumb grandmother <laughs> did was. Uh, <laughs> She wanted to go to the movies, and then they went to go see. Uh, they thought they were seeing Felix the Cat, and they bought two tickets for yeah. the Cat, and they walked in. <laughs> and then they were like, within five minutes, they watched like cats, anim- animated cats, I guess, what, doing drugs and having sex, and then like ran out of the theater. You people should be impressed that I'm on the walking around on two feet. I am. When you see the 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 stock that I come from, it should be a minor miracle that I'm walking around on two feet and I can have like a wallet that has money in it. Should be truly impressed. You should. I should get congratulated every day. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank, we're we're, thank we're impressed. You, thank you, Joe. That's And also if you're if you have a hard time with like Mother's Day or Father's Day or your parents, welcome to the club. Like we're all a mess and yeah. it is a really hard time. It's a uniquely difficult time to be alive. Absolutely. And we're all picking up the pieces and doing the best we can. So yeah. all the stuff that you see on Instagram is just a lie. And yeah. just keep that in mind as you try to forge mm-hmm. a path ahead. Nobody has to be alive. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Who's that, next? That's a great point. Yeah, and Joe, uh, you yeah. are uh, you are up next. Uh, it's your pick. Uh, All right. I wish you the best. Uh, I support whatever you choose. Thank you, because uh, I'm going with somebody who many people called uh, a helicopter parent, a hanger on, a, a, a no good, no good uh, dad. But Brett and I see it differently, and we're going with Lavar Ball. The father oh, of oh. Leangelo, Lamelo, and Lonzo Ball. Great choice. The uh, NBA superstars and the CEO and co-founder of BBB, yeah. big baller brand, yeah. and that all his sons are adorned with. Perfect. Well, they were for a long time. Um, going with Lavar, we we respect yeah. the man who 
takes the ball and runs with it. I think he had one interview one time a long time ago, and he just decided to say that his son was, you know, magic with the jumper. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, he just played the media like a gosh darn fiddle. And here's where I give him credit, Tom and Julian and Brett. He let up. Once Lonzo mm -hmm. and the Lakers and LeBron mm -hmm. were all mad at him, and then once LaMelo was obviously going to be more famous than all the rest of them combined, mm -hmm. he, mm -hmm. he took a step back. Yeah. Do, right. you, do you know Julie? Do you know LeVar Ball? Yeah, I, I saw Keenan played him once. Yeah. yeah. Well, And you told me about him, the sneaker. Yeah. It's the yeah, craziest I, I thing. Him. This guy shows up before his kids get into the NBA. He's like, I have three kids. All three are going to the NBA. And everybody's laughing at him because mm -hmm. he's he's like a buffoon. He's playing mm -hmm. himself like a like a he's saying outrageous things. I could beat Michael Jordan in a game. Like he's saying crazy stuff. But the reality of the thing, three kids, three kids are gonna be in the NBA. Results based and here's what you're the folks that don't know, here's what you're thinking. Oh my God, that guy probably tortured them. those kids love him. Yeah, through it all. That, and that that's the most shocking mm -hmm. thing about the whole Lavar thing. Where I don't get the impression that they're just pretending to like. I'm sure they've had fights and they're all in business together and their family. So of course mm -hmm. they probably fight nonstop. But they they love him. Yeah. They don't. They're not trying to send him away or no. tell him to stop. They they're he they they're they're a good family. It's a great pick because there was definitely yeah. a moment where we all thought he was a villain. We all thought definitely. he was like a helicopter parent, and he was he was you know. Uh, like you said, uh, just trying to con everybody. Just like torturing his children, making but, himself famous. Yeah. But, Turns uh, out, it, like, he was right. All his kids all his kids were as good as he said they were. And then, and and like you said, he kind of stepped back once it was time for him to step back. And they seem to have a great relationship. We were all wrong about LeVar Ball. I love this pick. They I love, love him. this pick. All yeah. the Ball kids, despite their, just all they've done their whole life is have a phone in front of their face mm -hmm. and be famous. And despite all that, they seem really nice, and they're yeah. really good at basketball. They work insanely hard. I will say he did leave some something on the table, so to speak, when he was so concerned about the images of these things. If if I was in the LeVar Ball spot, this is what I would have said. Three kids. I want them to be in sports. My first kid's name, Basket. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so my dumb. My second kid's name, Foot. Uh-huh. My third oh, no. kid's name? Base. Base. Soccer. Or, or base. soccer. <laughs> yeah. Baseball, football, soccer ball. So that's the one that's the one <laughs> note. That'd be the one note. He shouldn't he should have had them in three different sports. Because uh -huh. then they could have all taken over every every, every league. league. Yeah. And he the kid would literally be football. Yeah. Just imagine it's like, yeah, football has the football. You can't you can't mess with that. The only note I have for you in the next life, Lavar Ball, Lavar Ball, Lavar Ball, Lavar Ball, Lavar Ball. That would be a hundred percent confidence. He didn't quite have that much. No. It's like those people that get like a like mm -hmm. Portland Trailblazers twenty twenty three NBA champion tattoos, and then yeah. they don't win, and then they're you're just stuck with this fake mm -hmm. tattoo for the for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's just a bridge too far. Yeah, it's a little. That's that's. A, but it's a good oof. note, and maybe one of his sons will pick up the mantle and name their it children. Could be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Brett, I mean, what do you think? I mean, that's our that's pick, a great you know? that's a really solid pick. Uh, I've really come around on Lavar Ball. Mm -hmm. I think he's a great dad, uh, inspiration he's, to fathers he stand, everywhere. He stands his children, and mm -hmm. you got you got to love that. He's enthusiastic. He's enthusiastic. At the end of the day, I think we misread it. What it was at the end of the day it was just enthusiasm. His kids play basketball. 
Yeah. You know, they don't run the State Department. Like, he's allowed to have fun and go to the games and cheer and be yeah. excited. Great point. There. As we get into the final round of the Dad Fantasy Draft, let's take a look at uh, where we're at here. Uh, so we've got uh, <laughs> Tom's team, uh, Roy Neary from Close Encounters of the Third <laughs> Kind. The overall You're first You're going to regret that, Tom. You're going to regret that yeah, one. Yeah, he's going to abandon his family uh, when the going gets tough. First pick overall, Roy Neary. Uh, <laughs> Jack Arnold from The Wonder Years. Frank Costanza from Seinfeld and the in-laws, Peter Falk and Alan Arca. This Alan is Arkin. a headache, Tom. Your team is a headache. They're yeah. all scre- <laughs> three all of them are screaming at each other. Loud. One yeah, of my- them has gone out the door to look for a, you know, flying saucer. Jack Arnold is so quiet he balances out. <laughs> They're going to abandon you. Yeah. Uh, and then Julie, we've got uh, Jim Baker from 16 Candles. That's Paul Dooley's character. Uh, Torben Ulrich, Lars Ulrich's dad. Daddy from I've Written a Letter to Daddy. And Bob Elliott as Fred Peterson on Get a Life. That is such a cool team. I'm loving I'm yeah. loving that team. That is. Yeah. I mean, I will say that I think that um, Lars Ulrich's dad is is sort of the cornerstone of it. If he's mm-hmm. gone, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. How do you imagine Daddy f- uh, f- factoring in here? Is he sort of an ethereal he's wa- spirit, or yeah, he's watching us from heaven? Got it. So he it's powerful. Yeah, it's, so yeah, he's powerful. He knows piss. He knows p- piss God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's out piss God. You know that there's players they refer to as great locker room players, meaning that they, they, they've kind of they're too old to perform on the on the court or the field, but they're mm-hmm. great behind the scenes. They're yeah. really supportive yes. and they keep the team together. Uh, maybe yes. that's what Daddy's doing. Yeah. And he also is into locker room talk. It was yeah. locker yeah. room talk. It's his claim to fame, but you got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he loved locker room talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And the weekend in Bergman's team is uh, Candyman, Father Time, Captain Lou Albano from Girls Just Want to Have Fun, and LeVar Ball. I'm liking that. That's I'm liking that. That's what do we need to kind of round out our team here? So if we had all these, so what are these dads doing? Are they like standing around giving us advice? Are they, are we going on vacation? I think we have What's a very like imposing, I think we have the most intimidating team. Uh, we have a very sure, sort of. Candyman's in it. Yeah, we have a very, and Father yeah, Time. he's terrifying. You know, it's like a kind of wizard with a It's essentially cloak death. And, yeah. Yeah, I think we have a very uh, yeah intimidating and kind of uh, your team's like Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird, and you have a mo- literal monster on it. Yeah, a monster <laughs> death and a pro Le- wrestling. Bar ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. they're gonna try to poach Lars Ulrich's dad, and I'm gonna say no. Oh, in a trade. Yeah, no way. I think I've got a good pick to round it out. I think I got a real leader, a real figure of inspiration uh, mm-hmm. to round out our team. So I'll hold off on that. But let's go ahead and get into the uh, final round, the final round of the Dad Fantasy Draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, who's gonna who's gonna round out your team? Well, to round out my team, I want to pick a, a father, a dad who actually a high character uh, dad, uh, somebody who has some. Some backbone and and the sense of decency and and uh, oh my gosh, where's this going? <laughs> I pick for my final slot on my fantasy dad list, Brett Boehm. Oh my god! Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> Bad pick. No, it's incredible. Brett's a great dad. It's, I can't even joke about it. Oh, Roy uh, Neary better pass the uh, ball. That's you all see, I'm saying. You see Brett with, with little Flynn. Flynn to, be. Flynn to be. Little Samsonite. Thank you. Yeah. That that really no. means a lot. I pick Brett. Brett, yeah, you are you. a truly nice. great dad. Oh, and I see it 
at the office all the time, and it's 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 a sight to behold. Happy Father's Day, Brett. That 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 means the world. Thank you so much. It is an honor to be included with these other great dads. Yes, an honor to be included with Frank <laughs> Costanza and Roy Neary. Father having a psychic break in front of his family. Imagine how hard they would haze me if I was really on this team. The the rookie of the bunch. I think I would yeah. get it. I would get it pretty pretty bad for yeah, these guys. Well, but you know what? There you go, Brad. They Stand up it. for yourself. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, thank you very much, Tom. That means a lot. Of uh, Julie, who's going to round out your team? Well, I can't say you now because it won't resonate as well. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I'm sort of flying by the seat of my pantaloons anyway. Um, there were some really great suggestions on the thread on Twitter and on Instagram. Roderick O'Toole pitched Poop Deck Pappy, which is absurd. <laughs> Poop um, Deck Pappy from Popeye. <laughs> there are a lot of Greg Universe mentions. That's true. Well, Greg Universe um, is sitting here. And he said Mike no. said Jerry Blank's dad, which is a, another good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Daddy from Dirty Dancing. And I considered, I'm trying to find like a good enough leather daddy for the list, but I just know people personally. So I didn't want to put that on, nor did I want to put my own dad on because he's got enough going on than to worry about, you know, search engine optimization for forever dog for his photo. Yeah. Um, when you say so poop I, deck pappy, can I just say before you do that? Yeah. You could also just put Popeye on the list, right? Cause isn't I guess so. Poop? If you, it's yeah, but it's, yeah, you, no, you could, you're completely right, but I'm not going to, I'm not okay. going to. Okay. So I am looking back towards the world of pop culture. And I was thinking, you know, what is like the intuitive Cone brothers dad pick would be, H.I. McDonough from Raising Arizona. But Great. I am going to choose, and Stephen Winchell had suggested this, and he's completely right. I'm choosing Wade Gustafson. I'm choosing Wade. 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 Because Wade was completely right about mm -hmm. Jerry being a piece of shit. And he was also right about what Scotty does at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. He does not drink milkshakes, I assure you. Well, he clowns are. around and acts a fool. And Wade was lines. right the whole time, and we don't really learn that until we see the whole picture. But um, can you say that, that line of dialogue, was... Julie? Can you say it? The Scotty Which line one? from about Which the one? McDonald's. Oh, what do you think they? He he didn't finish. He's going to McDonald's. What do you think they do down there? They don't drink milkshakes. I assure you. <laughs> 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 I love it. Dad, you stand for supper? Yeah. <laughs> He's annoyed by the question. He's watching the game. Anyway, he rules. Wade for life are my knuckle tats. And uh, I'll figure out a place for the number four in the center. But it'll be That's naughty. Amazing. Great, great pick. Really rounds out that team. Wade Gustafson from Fargo. Uh, now, uh, our final pick. Joe, I'm going to take this one if you don't mind. Not a bit. Um, this, uh, in addition to candy, man, another, another father that I took a lot of inspiration from in the early days of being a dad, I, I, I first heard this anecdote on the, um, Jim Jarmusch, uh, Stooges documentary. Uh, and my final pick is James Osterberg senior, James Osterberg senior, uh, that's Iggy pop's dad. And there was an anecdote 
uh, very early on in that movie where uh, Iggy's pop started off as a drummer, was was very into drumming as a kid, and they lived in a small trailer in a trailer park in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And if you can imagine young Iggy Pop drumming in a tiny trailer that you live in, it must have been deafening. Uh, but the solution they came up with, I always will remember this, and I always love it, uh, is that instead of like, you know, getting rid of the drums or like, you know, you can't have a drum set in the house or this or that, they gave him the master bedroom. They let him have the master bedroom so he could drum in the master bedroom, which was the had the best like sound insulation. So they gave literally gave up their bedroom so that Iggy Pop could have a space for his drums. Uh, and then he became Iggy Pop. So I thought that was such a cool, uh, it, just such a cool parenting lesson, unconventional kind of parenting mm-hmm. lesson. Um, and Iggy Pop has really nice things to say about his parents, you know, kind of in addition to that. So, wow. um, yeah, so I'm putting James Osterberg Sr. Um, All right. On as to round out our list. Uh, I feel like he brings some some sweetness, some tenderness, some some, you know, he'll do what's best for the team. Uh, I think he really mm-hmm. rounds out our team really well. Wow. Now, when young Sandy gets into certain things, what if he suddenly like, I want to put a bandsaw in your bedroom because <laughs> I, I want to do woodworking. No. Are you going to reciprocate now that you know James Osterberg Sr.? No. If suddenly he's like, I want to do metallurgy in here. I need a vat filled with that can get to 3,000 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, what are you saying? I'll, I'll join him. I mean, that sounds that sounds fascinating. I, I would absolutely. No, he doesn't want to do it. Absolutely, he wants to do it. He wants to it's lock his that thing. door. That would be the harder part for me. It's not his me, thing. Like giving up my room for, so that Sandy can do metallurgy. That's easy. That's a yes. That's an immediate yes. <laughs> uh, but wanting not not being able to like you know leaving him alone to do it and not taking part in it that would be the harder thing for me. Um, but no, I would Son absolutely. Came home just the other day. He locked the Went bedroom the door, door and started and I J. <laughs> and the Brett's in the cradle in the sewer. Brett's in too. the kitchen and he can't come in. He yeah. can't watch Sandy do metallurgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, my child. This, can I just say that I'm looking at the lyrics for Cats in the Cradle and it's absurd. The first two lines are. My child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way. Oh, I'm sorry. Your wife's labor was boring. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh Sorry that your child was not delivered by the Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Speaking of bad dads, there was this uh, there was this video game that came out recently that was like obsessing people that play video games called uh, Elden Scroll. It was like this very dense game that mm-hmm. was getting was very immersive, and there was this phenomenon of uh, of, of soon to be dads bringing their video game consoles into the delivery room and plugging them in into the televisions because uh, they could not they could physically not separate themselves uh, from this game. Uh, so there was a lot of photos going around of of dads just in the corner of a delivery room playing uh, this Elden Scroll game. Oh my God. Uh, speaking that sucks, of, man. yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. I'm not surprised cool. that none of us have picked Mr. Trump. Yeah, the yeah. great Famous. President Trump. All of our dads. What a great dad! The great ultimate man. dad. What a great man. Um, yeah. I have one final uh, one final uh, 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 award to give out as part of the Dad Fantasy Draft. This was the listener pick, uh, the dad that got the most listener nominations. 
Uh, and that is going to go. And I was I wanted this dad on my team, but I said, hey, we'll give him the listener pick award. Uh, this goes to previously mentioned Greg Universe. Hey. Greg Universe. Uh, all time wow. great dad. All time great dad. Voiced by. Voiced by our very own Tom Sharp. Jimmy Pardo. No. Jimmy Pardo did not do the voice of Greg Universe. He would have oh, been man. great. I guess. I got to stop sending in those Yeah, what's going on there? Uh, Greg Universe. No. <laughs> Again, every podcast, you're messing. This dog bites now. Forever. Yeah. Well, speaking oh. of never not funny, Greg Universe is never not funny. Uh, also never not lovable. Uh, just what a great, supportive, cool dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great example of a dad who is, might, he might not always get what his kid is into, but is always supportive of it. Uh, and so uh, that's a great pick. Greg Universe. Got to yes. be on the board. Yes, I support it. And the other and thing I, also, I support yes. is people seeing Double Threat Live. Julie, Tom. Herman others. Munster, who did not make the list. Live. The Bell House. We sold one Bell House show out, but we got another one on sale. What was the date on that one? Oh, the other one is October 21st. October 21st. October 21st. And still on sale. September twenty eighth at the Lodge Room in Los Angeles, and we're gonna come out with a new poster, and it's gonna be very like exciting for people that see the poster, and they're gonna buy tickets. But who cares about those people? Absolutely. Like we're talking to you right now. Yeah, that's how it you goes. have the inside scoop. Get the tickets now before all the other people are like, do 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 do. Oh, mm-hmm. this looks interesting. And if anybody's being cute with this. When these when this thing goes on the wrong end, when you get closer to the show and suddenly they're sold mm-hmm. out Ugh. and there's no tickets, then there's no tickets. And that's just the truth of the matter is don't think we're secretly just like, oh, well, we'll add a last second thing. There's no guarantees for any of this stuff. If you want to see us in Los Angeles, buy a ticket mm-hmm. for the Los Angeles show. That's just how it goes. We have no idea what we're doing going forward. Uh, so. That's how that we barely goes. know what we're doing right now. Exactly. Yep. I don't not, know what we just did. It's not too late right now, but it's it, at some point it's going to be too late. Absolutely. So go check tickets out. You can look at them at forever uh, at uh, double threat pod at double threat pod has links to the tickets. That's right. Or you can just uh, scroll down in the show notes on your podcast app for one of the first things you'll see after the episode description is links to the tickets. Yes. So just click on those links, buy your tickets, be there. I uh, see people buying, uh, going to both New York shows. That's awesome. Uh, you know, you can come more than once. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. And definitely make, make, you know, yeah, make the most of this. Make the most of this because we are gonna make the most yeah, of it. Yeah, it's as gonna well. be a, a truly. It's gonna be so much fun. Julie and I have talked about ideas for so long, and we cannot wait to do this show live. It's gonna be an absolute thrill. And start planning your costumes right now. Yeah, start. Yeah, start planning those costumes. New York, right before Halloween. The best time in New York. October 21st is maybe my favorite day in the entire calendar in New York. Can't think of anything I'd rather do than head on down to the Bell House on a crisp evening and check out my favorite pod, Double Threat Live, uh, October 21st. And Joe, you're going to be at the Lodge Room show. What are you going to dress up as for that Lodge Room show? No, that's in September, but I'm still going to be wearing a costume for, for Halloween. No, they're they're all, everybody has to be wearing costumes. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'm I mean, gonna, I have I'm nothing gonna but costumes my lid. I'm going to flip my lid. I'm going to flip my lid. Uh-huh. These two guys I are got, just swimming in costumes. I have infinite now. costumes. Also, if you're going to the Lodge Room show, you can swing by my 
my office and pick up a costume because I have yeah. eight, we got and spares. by then I'll Some have closet. 15 or 20 mm-hmm. costumes. Yeah, Swimming costumes. Sure. Is she like swimming costumes? Say no more. Photographs, eh? Say Whoa, no more. Eh? Glendale. I wonder Whoa. if this Elvis Boz Lorman movie has that in it where he's like... It better. If it doesn't, I'm going to make hey, such a scene... I really don't get these Terry Gilliam uh, cartoons. I don't love these cartoons. <laughs> I think he, I feel like those would be his favorite part. There's, there's one cartoon, no, a can-can. There's can. no dialogue to quote. It's just yeah. boobs. There's a can-can. Just boobs and violence. Kicking around a can-can. She kicked an old man. And he went flying into a meat a meat grinder. And, and she was like... <laughs> That's probably just what he sounds like when he eats like marshmallow fluff. He's probably like... <laughs> Well, Julie. Now then, now then, now then. Yes, Tom. I think we did it. I think so too. Thank you, Joe and Brett, for playing along with us. And thank you to uh, Slenderman for not killing me. Yes. I know we don't say it every night. He shows up in my dreams. I think this is going to be the night, but he hasn't done it so far. So thank you for that. Yes, please. Thank you, Slenderman, for sparing Julie for yet another (laughs) night. I think we need to start ending this show by thanking him and possibly giving up some sort of sacrifice as a tribute. Exactly. Just to keep me safe. But that's, I'll discuss that with you off the air. Yes. Or I won't. Or not. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.